Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Summary of the trading day in just three minutes. Other news today. The commanders, Dan Snyder, and the NFL all sued by the district. At the AG's office, I'm John Doman. New abortion restrictions in Virginia. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm Nick Ainelli. WTOP News Time, 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Stocks rallied with the Dow adding nearly 1,200 points following better-than-expected inflation data today. CBS's Joe Schlesinger. It does appear that inflation is trending lower. As soon as that shelter component starts to come down, we'll see the overall rate and the core rate come down more substantially. But financial analyst Michael Farr tells us this may be temporary. Markets really do like the fact that the CPI number was not as hot. And it wasn't that inflation was down. It was just not as hot, didn't go up as much. That's why this seems to be an overreaction to me. The Fed is expected to raise interest rates at least one more time this year. Prosecutors are cracking down on toxic workplace complaints against the NFL's Washington commanders and team owner Dan Snyder. D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine says they allowed workers, especially women, to be treated poorly. The evidence shows Mr. Snyder was not only aware of the toxic culture within his organization, he encouraged it and he participated in it. Megan Imbert is a former employee. Today is the most significant day of the past two and a half years. Um, It's, to me, a true step toward accountability for everything that former employees have gone through. In a statement, Snyder says he looks forward to defending the team in court. Tropical Storm Nicole is still battering Central Florida. Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood. This isn't over. This isn't a one-day event. This is going to go on for days and days and days where buildings are going to become compromised and big parts of them are going to fall into the ocean. At least two dozen homes have already been destroyed by beach erosion. President Biden will meet with China's president Monday ahead of the G20 summit in Bali. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. The meeting between President Biden and President Xi will be an in-depth and substantive opportunity to better understand one another's priorities and intentions, to address differences, and to identify areas where we can work together. Mr. Biden's heading to Egypt first for a stop at the COP27 climate summit. Russia claims its troops are retreating a key Ukrainian city. CBS's Kami McCormick. Ukrainian officials are cautious, fearing an ambush. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. We have taken note of the Russian announcement to retreat from Kherson. But he said NATO will be watching the events in the coming days. What is clear is that Russia is under heavy pressure. And if they leave Kherson, it would be another victory for Ukraine. The Biden administration announced today it is sending more military aid there, including air defense systems. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good afternoon. So glad to have you with us at 4.03 on this cloudy Thursday, November the 10th, 68 degrees.
everybody. I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top story is a big wow on Wall Street. The markets rallied in a big way after signs inflation may be easing at least a little. Let's get some closing numbers and some context live from WTOP's Jeff Claybaugh. Sean, let's look at the history of these numbers for one thing. That is what is remarkable. The Dow finished the day up 1,198 points, 3.5%. The S&P 500 index up 208. That's 5.5%. The NASDAQ gained 761 points today. It has never gained that many points in one trading day ever. That is a record for point gain at 7.3%. It makes the top 20 for percentage gains. This was the Dow's sixth biggest day for percentage gain. Reaction, perhaps overreaction to inflation that shows signs of slowing the Slowdown in inflation last month pushed the annual year-over-year inflation to 7.7%. It peaked at 9% in June. Sean, Hillary. All righty. Thank you, Jeff. The other big news is a major development. D.C.'s Attorney General is taking the Washington Commanders and owner Dan Snyder to court. As WTOP's John Doman reports, this is not for any accusations of a crime. Rather, it's a civil case under the city's Consumer Protection Act. We hold bad actors accountable. D.C. Attorney General Coral Racine says Dan Snyder, his team, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, and the league itself are bad apples who repeatedly lied to D.C. residents about what was going on with a toxic culture that envelops the Team. They did all of this to hide the truth, protect their images, and let the profits continue to roll. Even though many of the scandals that have dogged the team over the years happened outside of the city. The Consumer Protection Act is all about D.C. residents' right to be told the truth, especially when you're selling goods or services to them. At the Attorney General's office, John Dome in WTOP News. 405, Democrats did much better on Election Day than many people in both political parties had expected. And the preservation or restoration of abortion rights was a huge motivation to get out to the polls. Well, that is not impacting Virginia's Republican governor and his plans for the future. WTOP's Nick Ionelli spoke with Governor Glenn Youngkin after he got back from stumping for Republicans. Governor Youngkin campaigned with Republicans across the country before the midterms. And now, post-election, he's getting ready for January's legislative session in Richmond, telling WTOP he's hoping to sign legislation that would limit abortion access. We are still working, and I'm encouraged. I'm cautiously optimistic. Youngkin says he wants a ban on most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, with exceptions for rape, incest, and when the life of the mother is at risk. We're going to continue to work on this, and uh, I do know one thing. Virginians want fewer abortions, not more. And, uh, and I think this is a good place for Virginia to land. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now to election 2020, it is not even over yet in Maryland. The race for the state's 6th Congressional District is still too close to call. For now, Republican Neil Parrott is leading Democratic incumbent David Trone in a rematch from two years ago. With about 8% of the remaining vote left to be counted, Parrott leads Trone 51 to 49. The vote count continued today in the district that stretches from northern Montgomery County all the way through western Maryland. And in D.C., Kenyon McDuffie and Anita Bonds have won the two at-large council seats that were on the ballot Tuesday. Councilwoman Alyssa Silverman was one of the other six in that race. She has tweeted her congratulations to the two winners and says she has called them to concede. Hey, stay with us. We'll have traffic and weather, and you'll want to know about all the rain we're going to have tomorrow and then 
a cryptocurrency exchange has collapsed. We'll tell you what it means for people who are in crypto, so stick around. 407. When it comes to government security operations, Qzara CyberTorch can help. Working day and night, adversaries continue to focus on botnets, ransomware, and nation-state activities. Qzara CyberTorch is the only FedRAMP high-ready managed XDR security operations as a service built for government. Qzara CyberTorch's cloud-native SOC as a service integrates signals from over 500 security products, including OT, and uses security automation to respond to threats. Visit CyberTorch.com to learn more. That's CyberTorch. No one knows where this market will go. Right now, it feels like a wild ride. But one thing's for certain, there's a way through it. And the experience and guidance of a Merrill advisor can help you get there. Because where there's a bull, there's a way. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do? Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker dealer, registered investment advisor. Member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corp. It's 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP traffic center. Northwest Washington from Howard and Shaw through Mount Vernon Square into downtown. Another motorcade and traffic stoppages for the detail. Uh, near Foggy Bottom, it's going to get easier for the next couple of hours. With northbound traffic on the Rock Creek Parkway now able to continue northbound past the Kennedy Center. The road work continues, but in the one-way outbound pattern on the parkway, northbound traffic is able to continue past 66 toward Virginia Avenue and Massachusetts Avenue. Uh, around the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia and the major highways, we certainly have uh, volume delays to uh, work through, but there are no major highway incidents reported uh, in Maryland or Virginia or even on the freeways uh, downtown. In Howard County, caller did find a crash outside of Columbia on 175 eastbound beyond Thunder Hill Road heading for Tamar. You were getting by single file to the right. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzmall used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's head on over to Storm Team 4 and check in with Amelia Draper. Tonight, quite literally, the calm before the storm. We'll have temperatures in the 60s for the evening hours, overnight lows in the 50s. Tomorrow, expect rain at times that will be heavy in spots. Up to two inches will fall across the region, and I can't rule out an isolated severe thunderstorm or two with gusty damaging winds being the biggest threat. And speaking of winds in general, they increase throughout the day tomorrow with highs in the mid-60s to around 70. Rain ends very early Saturday morning by about 4 or 5 a.m. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And right now we are looking at 67 in College Park. Same in Fairfax National Mall. Checking in at 68 brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 410 here on WTOP. This just in to the newsroom. Metro Silver Line to Dulles Airport and beyond is a go for this coming Tuesday. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission approved Metro Safety Certification. That means it can launch Silver Line Phase 2. First train from Ashburn to Largo is expected to start rolling around 2 p.m. Tuesday. A few hours before that, there will be a ribbon-cutting ceremony at the Dulles Airport Metro Station with Transportation Secretary Pete Boot and other VIPs in attendance. All right, it's 411 here on WTOP. Now, uh, one of our big economic stories of today, the huge rally on Wall Street because of the inflation numbers not being as bad as some expected. 
But if you think it's been crazy on Wall Street, cryptocurrency has been even more insane. And the swift collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange FTX has sent more shockwaves through the crypto world, with authorities now investigating the firm for potential securities violations and analysts bracing for a further downturn in crypto prices. Let's learn more about it with Mackenzie Sigalis, technology reporter for CNBC with a focus on crypto. Hey, Mackenzie, thanks so much for being with us. And why don't you tell us what happened with FTX? Hey, thanks for having me today. So basically in the space of less than a week, we've seen FTX, which is a, an absolute titan of the crypto world. It had a valuation of $32 billion earlier this year just crumble. And, and so in the last 24 hours specifically, what we're looking at is uh, the biggest exchange on the planet, Binance, was going to buy them out. It was going to bail out this, this crypto exchange called FTX. And then they got a look at their finances and they decided to back away from the deal. So right now, the CEO of FTX is someone called Sam Bankman Street. And he really became the face of crypto uh, in the last few years, because not just for his net worth and, and being a, on the Forbes billionaire list, but because he, he really was a supporter of so many different projects in the space. And if you'll remember, like this spring and summer, it was bankruptcy after bankruptcy as all of these crypto firms were folding. And FTX was the adult in the room. And they kept backstopping these crypto firms, you know, helping some save off bankruptcy buying others out and so they were the ones that everybody everybody looked to as the bedrock of the crypto industry like oh everything will be fine we still have ftx and then what happened in the last few days is basically uh, a, a financial document was leaked by coindesk and that totally eroded confidence in how ftx was doing business and then there was essentially a run on the bank so people were withdrawing their funds from this crypto exchange platform and then ultimately, the international arm of FTX couldn't meet all those withdrawal requests, so they had to pause withdrawals, and then they went into a liquidity crunch, and then they were begging to be bought. And that's where we are right now, because Binance, which was going to buy them, pulled out. Wow. Uh, Mackenzie, uh, you know, for for the average person, they look at the price of Bitcoin. I know Bitcoin's not directly involved, but they look at the price of Bitcoin and they saw that, you know, a year or so ago it was 70,000 bucks somewhere in there. And now it's 17,000. That's a huge, huge drop. Are we at the point in society where maybe folks are looking at crypto as just maybe more like a shady casino than a legitimate in investment? Well, I think that whereas a year ago, and it wasn't just that there were sky-high prices, there was a whole lot less scrutiny from Washington and from regulators overall. And, and right now, the implosion that you're seeing with FTX, it's got the attention of the SEC and the CFTC. So you've got your Securities and Exchange Commission, your Commodity Futures Trading Commission, which are both apparently investigating whether FTX had correctly handled its client funds. The Department of Justice is getting involved. Reportedly, and, and so to answer your point, like, is it losing relevance? Is it seen as like the shadiest kind of casino out there? Like, for some people, they do see it that way. But then for others, I was reporting on a story in Lebanon this week. And so I think that the, the most compelling use case for crypto in the moment, at the moment, is in these international markets where the local currency is spiraling out of control. And so you need to have some sort of connection to a, a, a you know, U.S. dollar peg stable coin that is more reliable than the Lebanese lira right now. And it's also a safer way to store your cash in Bitcoin, despite its volatility, which you just said, it's down more than 70% in the last year, but that's still safer than putting money in a bank in Lebanon. And so you have countries like Venezuela and Afghanistan and Lebanon, where you're seeing these crypto communities grow because the financial 
the legacy financial rails just aren't working for them. So it's, it's really a mixed bag in terms of, of how you see the crypto um, application. Hey, Mackenzie, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Mackenzie Sigalis, technology reporter for CNBC. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 415, Dave Preston. Where, what do you got? What's the quote? All in all, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, all in all, Coach Ron Rivera would much rather talk about Philadelphia than the outside stuff surrounding the franchise at this point in time. I know you guys are going to ask the question, and, and, and somebody's going to ask me, well, what do you think about the distractions? Well, don't ask the question then. Leave them alone. Shoot, you guys know how everybody feels, and you know everybody's putting it out there, so let's just focus on playing the game. The game is against unbeaten Philadelphia Monday night. Wide receiver Jahan Dotson was limited today in practice. Linebacker Cole Holcomb remains on the shelf. Thursday night football has Atlanta taking on Carolina. NBA Wizards may be even more shorthanded tonight when hosting Dallas guard Bradley Beal already in the league's health and safety protocol. And now forward Kristaps Porzingis is questionable with a left groin strain. 7 p.m. start on 1500 a.m. Men's College Hoops. Maryland meets Western Carolina tonight at 7. Virginia Tech takes on Lehigh at 6. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Dave. Now to the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. D.C.'s Attorney General is filing a civil consumer protection lawsuit against the Washington Commanders, its owner, Dan Snyder, the NFL, and Commissioner Roger Goodell. The suit claims the group colluded to deceive fans about charges of workplace misconduct and it accuses Snyder of lying about what he knew. Our rising prices slowed somewhat last month. It's the latest sign inflation might be easing as the economy slows and consumers grow more cautious. Consumer inflation was up 7.7% from October of last year. That is down a bit from the year-over-year in September. Hurricane Nicole weakened into a tropical storm after hitting the Florida coast and moving inland. Now it's off to Georgia and the Carolinas. We will be hammered with its rain tomorrow. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. An unexpected discovery in the Atlantic yields a piece of the space shuttle Challenger, which blew up shortly after liftoff in 1986. It was found buried in sand more than three decades after the tragedy killed all astronauts astronauts aboard, including the first school teacher in space. NASA says it's one of the biggest pieces of Challenger ever found. It was uncovered by divers for a TV documentary last March. They'd been searching for the wreckage of a World War II plane. Up ahead in Money News. The Dow rallied 1,201 points. couple of D.C. beer gardens make a best-of list. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Dave Dildine. Capitol Beltway through Maryland and Virginia after a few tedious rush hours earlier in the week. This one is a little more straightforward, getting overcast. That usually happens on the uh, overcast days. Traffic's a little more subdued. Highway traffic's definitely heavy on 495 and 66 west of it. On 66, the one crash we've had so far this afternoon in Centerville was relatively quickly cleared. Annandale, Braddock Road at Port Royal Road. Traffic signals reported dark. 95 will be getting a workout today, especially through Woodbridge, southbound through Stafford County. Incidents, mishaps, distractions on shoulders, but a lot of through traffic on the eve of a three-day weekend for some. 
downtown from Howard and Shaw through Mount Vernon and uh, toward the White House. Another motorcade has come and gone, but traffic should be on the move again after some traffic holds. Near Foggy Bottom, it's moving better northbound on the Rock Creek Parkway. No longer diverted at the Potomac Freeway. Northbound traffic on the parkway gets by the road work near the Kennedy Center now in two lanes. Heavy on 395 and 295 outbound in Maryland on 270, 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Slow at times, but with remaining without incident. A car flipped over in Columbia on 175 East Eastbound after Thunder Hill Road, heading for Tamar, slowly getting by single file to the right, eastbound on 175. Ashley's biggest Veterans Day sale event is going on now. Save 22% off store-wide or get 60 months, no interest financing. So much beautiful in-stock furniture available now at Ashley. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. To Storm Team 4 and Amelia Draper, I guess we have to brace ourselves for a significant amount of rain. We're going to be dealing with a rainy day tomorrow, Sean. The good news is, is we need the rain. So while we are looking at a lot, especially in some locations, I think the area can handle it. We're looking about anywhere from one to two inches, maybe some isolated higher amounts, and then some lower amounts south and east of the district. But here in Washington, around an inch will fall starting early tomorrow morning, 5, 6 a.m., potentially even earlier, and ending by about 5 a.m. or earlier on Saturday. Some pockets of heavy rain at times throughout the day tomorrow and an isolated severe thunderstorm or two not out of the question because part of the rain tomorrow from the remnants of Tropical System Nicole. And as we know, tropical systems have a spin with them. So it already comes with a pretty interesting wind field. And you add in the wind field and the spin, and yeah, we could maybe see an isolated tornado, but more likely an isolated damaging wind gust here or there. But widespread severe weather, absolutely not in our forecast tomorrow. Temperatures still mild, 60s to near 70. Partly sunny, breezy on Saturday. Temperatures in the 60s. Chance for some showers Saturday evening. And then highs in the 40s on Sunday. But with winds gusting up to 35 miles an hour, wind chills in the 30s on Sunday. Right now, 68 in Percival, 69 in Lanham, 65 in Rockville. Well, these clouds have definitely thickened up. It is 66 degrees in Rockville, 68 in Ashburn, 67 in District Heights. Brought to you by New Lacombe Design, the roofing experts. Visit NewLacombeDesign.com. Coming up on WTOP. Governor-elect Wes Moore announces his transition team. I'm Sarah Jacobs. It's 421. Each day across our country, in big cities and small towns, highly skilled nurses make home visits to thousands of seniors. These free annual exams are part of house calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage. From a systemic perspective, this service is part of the solution to major challenges like access and affordability. But what are house calls like on a personal level? Here's what Darlene Minnesey, a United Healthcare nurse, has to say. The best thing about being a house calls nurse, the time that I'm allowed with the members in their home. We do a thorough exam. We're listening to everything that's going on in their lives. I want them to get whatever resources they might need to be healthy and then follow up, scheduling doctor's appointments. What inspired me to get into nursing was taking care of my grandmother. Everyone deserves the kind of care that I was able to give my grandmother. House calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage. Learn more at uhg.com slash house calls.
House calls may not be available in all areas. Ah, holiday get-together. So many things to look forward to. Pass the squash. I'm trying to eat more vegetables. No, actually, squash is a fruit. It's a vegetable, like green beans. Well, beans are a legume. What are you, the vegetable police? Look, I'm just saying that because... But to those who can always find the silver lining, give the gift of joy. Holiday scratchers from D.C. Lottery, like Peppermint Payout, Merry Money Multiplier, and Festive 500s, with over $1 million in total cash prizes. Just try to be accurate around. Here. Please play responsibly. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at ANOVA.org slash heartbeat. This is WTOP News. 423. And election 2022 now on WTOP. Wes Moore has made history by winning the governor's race in Maryland. He becomes the state's first black governor when sworn in in January. He's only the third black man to serve as governor anywhere in the country. And now, as WTOP Sarah Jacobs tells us, Moore is unveiling his transition team with the state returning to Democratic hands. We are going to move fast. And we're going to be bold. And we're going to make sure that in this moment that Maryland leads. With the University of Maryland School of Public Policy as a backdrop, Governor-elect Wes Moore announced his lieutenant governor-elect, Aruna Miller, as chair of his transition team. Miller, in turn, announced that her four co-chairs will include Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks. What they each bring to this work collectively is a deep commitment to uplift our communities and elevate the ideas that move us forward. The governor-elect also unveiled a new website, moremillermd.org, where Marylanders can watch the transition take place and get involved in the decision-making. At the University of Maryland in College Park, Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Federal Headlines is presented by Paraton, doing the can't-be-done for national security. I'm Peter Masurli, and here are your top headlines from Federal News Network. TSA's new advanced imaging technology seems to be causing inadvertent discrimination. A new GAO report concludes people who are transgender, wear religious headwear, or have disabilities get referred for additional screening more often than others. And the VA is prioritizing claims for veterans with cancers associated with burn pits in accordance with the PACT Act passed in August. VA is hiring at 56 regional offices as well as at call centers in anticipation of a surge of new claims. For more on these stories, go to federalnewsnetwork.com. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Cowabunga, Jeff. Yes, reaction or maybe overreaction to this morning's inflation report showing it's slowing. The Dow finished the day up 1,201 points. That is 3.7%. The S&P 500 index up 208 points. That is 5.5%. The NASDAQ up 760 points. That's a record one-day point gain. It was 7.3%. The cost of living is still rising, but inflation slowed more than expected last month. Consumer prices rose four-tenths of a percent, pushing annual inflation down to 7.7%. It peaked at 9% in June. USA Today's new Reader's Choice Top 10 beer gardens includes two in D.C. Daksha Beer Garden ranks number five. Aslan Beer Company ranks number eight. Technically, D.C. has three beer gardens in the top ten. Dacha has two locations in the district. Jeff Claybaugh. 
WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Get away with Tropical Smoothie Cafe's new Red Sangria Smoothie and Island Flats, and you'll be chilling in the tropics. Available for a limited time at any of the over 75 DMV locations. We'll tell you where the vote count stands right now in the battle for control of the Senate coming up, 426. My husband and I live next door to a haunted graveyard. It's... Splash, 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 apply a little splash. When your windshield's getting dirty, just apply a little splash. When your windshield's full of grime, bugs, dirt, and snow, just use a little splash and be safe on the road. Splash, 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 apply a little splash. When your windshield's getting dirty, just apply a little splash. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Now's the time to make the change to a career you can feel good about, to a place where you can make a difference now and for years to come. Find your opportunity at the Iowa Department of Health and Human Services, the best place to make meaningful change. Your work will make a positive impact no matter what you do. Help Iowans find support, get back on their feet, and change their lives for the better. Make the change to Iowa HHS and make the change you want to see in Iowa at MakeTheChangeHHS.com.